The final AEW Dynamite of 2023 New Year Smash. Ladies and gents, welcome to Speak Now Pro Wrestling. It is Wednesday, December 27th, and clearly it's cute sweater day because myself and Righteous <laughs> Reg, we're bo we both popped in with really cute sweaters. This was not planned, ladies and gentlemen. Reg, what's up, man? I don't know if I wanted to be a part of cute sweater day, Denise. I was just putting on a warm sweater because it's cold as hell in my apartment. So it's your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. Speak now. It's Wednesday night. It's been a silly day already. I'm sure it will all continue. You guys are not going to let me live any of this down. So have at it, you guys. I hate you. All right. Today is going to be Troll Righteous Reg Day. Come Troll on. Righteous Reg Day because it has officially been announced we are getting Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee. This is happening in 2023, Reg. How do you feel? Denise, leave me alone. Listen, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know how we got here. I legit, look. When I did went on my rant earlier this year, I really felt that. I was like, there's no way they're going to bring this back. How are they going to bring this back? I have no idea how they're going to bring this back. But look, Denise, they brought it back this Saturday. Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland, the match that everyone's been waiting for. It's happening. What do you think, Denise? You know what I think? I think it's time to roll that clip. People keep saying this. Somebody keeps saying this. It's over. I swear. Please listen to me. It's over. All the way over. It's not being rehashed. They're not going to have a big match where they're like, let's blow this off. It's done forever. I'm not joking either. I'm being serious. It's over. O-B-E-R. They're not rehashing. It's not coming back. Please, everybody, I just want for the sake of you guys, just forget it. It's not happening again. Might have been a joke, Crazy 101. But this is to the people that don't think it's a joke and keep saying, well, what about Swerve and Keith Lee? It's over. Forget <laughs> it, you guys. It's over. It's over. They're not going to rehash it. I'm telling you, I'm trying to help you as your therapist here. Reg, let me tell you, man, you know, that was only 40 seconds of an almost six minute rant that you did that day about how Swerve Strickland versus Ke Keith Lee was never going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry, Reg. I had planned it from the moment that you went on that rant. I knew the second that match was announced that I was going to come for you. Denise, we're supposed to be friends here. You're helping out with this. You got the clip all clipped up. You talking about it six minutes. What is going on here, you guys? That wasn't me. You guys know how it is out here on the internet these days. AI, anything can be doctored. <laughs> Denise got some kind of righteous rage from the system and put me in there. I don't remember saying none of that. I was stoned that day. Whatever, leave me out of this. I was stoned that day, trademark it. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> I was stoned that day. It's my new favorite righteous reg saying. Put it on a shirt. I was stoned that day. Denise really got me out of here, you guys. I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got so much to get into, everybody, because this was pretty a newsworthy show. Of course, this was the go-home show into AEW World's End. We officially know who is going to be in the finals of the AEW Continental Classic. We also kind of got something finally happening with MJF and Samoa Joe and the Masked Men. So I want to kick off the show with 
that. I'm seeing some mixed reactions here in the chat. And I want to start off by Reg. So here's the thing. You and I, we've been sitting here talking about this each and every single week. There's been some weeks where uh, I've come on here and basically said, we need to do something already with this because they are really lagging. A lot of the content with the MJF, a devil has sort of felt like filler until we eventually get to AEW World's End. Well, today they actually finally did a little something. We had this match between the Masked Men, which I told you wasn't even really going to happen, but it technically did happen this time, even though they promised it last time and it didn't happen last time. But this time they actually somewhat delivered because this match was very brief. Samoa Joe didn't come out. MJF ended up being wrestling this match in a handicap match. He gets screwed. He's outnumbered. The masked men, one of them hits him with like a pipe or something. And so he loses the Ring of Honor tag team titles to the masked men. What did you think of this? You know, Denise, as the uh, women's match was happening with uh, Chris Statlander and Sky Blue, I was thinking this is getting really late. Like this tag match, like this main event like it's it's getting into like the last 10 minutes of what's supposed to be this show. i'm like i'm not feeling good about this so mjf comes to the ring they hit some old joe's music and he doesn't come out i'm like oh my god don't do this to us right now please don't do this to us they did it to us mjf had the match it wasn't as bad as it could have been the mjf did have the match it was a squash i'm happy that the ring of honor championships are off of them so like we could start there that's a good that's a pro for me Ring of Honor Championships are finally off MJF. We could do something with it. People are saying in the chat, looks like the kingdom. I wouldn't be mad at the kingdom being the Ring of Honor Champions. Um, I didn't hate the reveal, Denise. I like Samoa Joe doing the head nod, hitting him with the chair and kind of getting into it. I liked that part. I think we could have maybe did this angle earlier in the show and it would have hit a little bit better. But it seemed like waiting till the end and kind of teasing and then not really giving us the match would have worked probably better earlier than the show for me. I, I'm going to be real here. I didn't hate this either. Okay. Did I love it? No. Is this nah. going to be my favorite angle ever? Absolutely not. But the reason why I liked it was the first thing that you mentioned, uh, the Ring of Honor titles had to come off of MJF and Adam Cole. Uh, Adam Cole is out due to injury. And so you you got to take the belts off of them. I think the kingdom, which it's looking like it was the kingdom. Uh, I think that them having the, t the titles is definitely the better, more interesting way to go about it. The other reason I did not hate this is because I said it earlier. I was tired of everything feeling like a filler. I was right. tired of waiting. Like they were clearly stalling for time until we got to AEW World's End. So I kind of felt like we were getting a whole lot of nothing. Mm -hmm. And so I did like, even though all of this pretty much felt predictable. Like I think we all pretty much knew the second that Samoa Joe did not come out and he was out there acting like he got a leg cramp. Yeah. He, he comes out. We all knew he was going to turn on him. So it was telegraphed perfectly. So I don't know if that's a hit or a miss for some people. Right. That could be a hit, a miss for some people of like, we all knew it. And then you telegraphed it. But I kind of like, I think that's why it works so well. Cause we all knew it. So like, yo, they just did what we kind of were expecting to happen. Um, what about the Joker, though, Denise? What does this say to you? Does this say that they're going to forget about the Joker leading into World's End? Because right now, Samoa Joe said, I did this, blah, blah, blah. I want to beat you for your championship now. Is there any reason for you to know who the Joker is after this Sunday or before this Sunday, I'd say? Yes, of course. So my prediction coming off of what we saw here today, I think it's very obvious that Samoa Joe was working for 
Adam Cole. I think mm. the big reveal is still Adam Cole being the one to unmask himself and be like, it was me all along, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, baby. <laughs> so, where I think it's definitely yeah. going to be this thing of the, the story that's eventually going to unfold is that Samoa Joe was working with the kingdom, was working with Adam Cole this entire but time. do you need it before World's End is my question. What, the reveal of the devil? Like the yeah, official or unmasking? at World's End, yeah. Do you need that as a part of World's End? It needs to be part of World's End now. I mean, there's no, so? no other no other time for them to do this unless they do it on Rampage. I mean, because what I'm saying is like they kind of like they kind of like blew off the Samoa Joe and MJF angle. He could just go and beat uh, MJF and be like, "Yeah, I was working with the devil," and then they revealed the devil. Is what I'm saying. I'm saying, does it have to be? So you think they're going to postpone it even longer? I kind of do with the the way that Samoa Joe was like, "I did this to you." That kind. I don't want to say it felt final, but it felt like. They, he was that, taking all the credit. Yeah, and it didn't feel like that at the pay-per-view, that's going to be like the big ending. It felt like they, he's already like, I did this to you. You can find out later who the Joker was. That's no, just how Reg, I, I don't, don't even put this out there. You I don't me? know, Denise. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Do know. not manifest talking. this. Like, I'm no. If we're sitting here, <laughs> Reg, if we're sitting here, come World's End, you and I are doing the post show here <laughs> on the channel, so make sure you guys tune in for that. If we're sitting here and we are not talking about who the goddamn Joker is, I'm not going to show up. Hear me out, Denise. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Adam Cole, double broken legs, right? <laughs> Correct? Does he, is it two now? I mean, I don't know what it is. It's, but the, like, it's the injury that he got. Yeah. And then there was the, wasn't there something else? He's he's jacked up. Whatever they did at full gear. No, that was at, no, that, that was MJF's leg. Yeah, no, I'm saying, but Adam <laughs> Cole, has the, he has the jacked up leg, right? He has the one jacked up leg, yes. If you reveal him as the devil, you, nobody could beat him up. We have to wait another eight months for him to get beat up. Okay, here's my question. If he's revealed as the devil, but he's still out there in crutches, does that kind of kill the mystique or That's the presence of the devil? So what That's you're saying it. is, unless Adam Cole can walk out there and look like a menacing MFR, like the devil should, that if he cannot, then they should postpone it until he can actually go out there and be his What's the point of revealing him if he's not going to be a reveal him and then he's at home for the next six months? That doesn't make sense. Unless he's kind of like the Wizard of Oz and he's just (laughs) doing all of this stuff from his little booth and he has the big head reveal, you know? All right, now you got me, Denise. Denise knows how to book everything for some reason. I'm all in as Adam Cole being the Wizard of Oz. Can you imagine Adam Cole? They just expand his head, make it super big, and he's just there like, baby. (laughs) And the smoke and shit. (laughs) Such a great idea. Write it in the books, you guys. <laughs> we'll see. We got a, we have a ton of super chats to get to. Uh, we got to break this stuff down, what went down. All right, first and foremost, shout out to the man, Sheldon Jackson, for sending in these 10 DWO memberships. We got Tony Campbell here who sends in a generous super chat saying, Hot, happy holidays, Denise. I disagree with your comments from last week about Soraya. Her old school work, the crowd slow, the match down. Give me more than other AEW women. Take notes. I'm hoping for uh, Thunder Rosa versus Athena. Um, I think for me, it's more so, I, I didn't like the match. I didn't like the match with Soraya last week. Uh, I think regardless, I get what Tony's saying here with the style that he likes, but there's a difference between working a slow style and at least making it entertaining and then going out there and not really having like a great match. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, like cardio works the old school work the clouds crowd slow match, and it's way different than what Soraya does. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So I think for like I get where Tony's coming from with this, but it just wasn't a hit for me. But thank you so much to Tony for this. He sends in an additional super chat saying Stokely Hathaway could be the devil. Signed the Renegades twins tony khan Britt baker comes back as a heel with reba and jamie hater denise you applied for backstage openings in aw happy new year 2024 ah you know what when aw first started uh i never actually applied though no never actually think, applied. Um, like there wasn't anywhere to apply I, really right no i applied to wwe back in the day like back back in the day like what 2018 2019 i think around there but yeah that story is pretty much out there yeah so other than that I don't know, man. Stokely Hathaway being the devil? I don't think so. Does it, does it have to be a wrestler for you to really hit Denise? And it has to be Adam Cole? Um, yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sold on that. That's the I'm only in. idea. Okay. Reg, it's the only I'm thing. <laughs> Tony Campbell says Goldberg will be Sting's final match. Flair as ref. Oh. <laughs> Everybody, I think, would have that reaction. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good sign. People would be very upset. I think it's going to be a tag team match. Same. Thank you so much to Ebony Prince for the super sticker. I appreciate that, man. Sheldon Jackson says Mox has the chance to become an inaugural champion twice within six days and possibly holds four titles at once. The Ring of Honor world title, the New Japan Strong Openweight, the AEW Continental on Saturday, and the IWGP Global Heavyweight at Wrestle Kingdom. So, Reg, the AEW Continental Classic. We got the official finals. We had beef. We'll, we'll break down this matches a little bit more. But the big thing coming out of this is that John Moxley has advanced. He's the gold league winner. And then over on the blue league side of things, we have Eddie Kingston advancing. So we're going to get Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley at AEW World's End to crown the inaugural AEW Continental Classic champion. How do you feel about this? Denise, that little promo they had immediately after the match, I just wrap me up in it. Put it on the screen. Let me watch it 5,000 more times. If you wanted to sell a match, they didn't even have to have history, honestly. If this was the first time they ever met in my entire life, I'd be like, I'm sold on the match. But that promo attached to the history that's attached to this match, it's going to be huge. And I'm hoping for an Eddie Kingston win because I don't want, there's been a couple times this year where Eddie Kingston was set up for a big win. And then like, he's a loser. Eddie Kingston's not a loser, bro. He needs to win this tournament and beating Mox, I think is the perfect way. We'll get more into it later. For, for sure. Exactly. Thank you so much to Shelton Jackson for sending this in. We got Ebony Prince who says, can't wait for World's End. They definitely added a lot more matches. So if you weren't really feeling it, uh, they definitely added a lot more. Grapple Geekery says, well, it was a great first hour of Dynamite. You know, I didn't think Dynamite was bad today. Did you? I love uh, Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston was in the second hour. So I don't know what. Yeah, for sure. And to me, that was match of the night. But we'll get mm -hmm. into that more in just a second. Matt Logan says the two men in the mask and the tag team match really look like Bennett and Taven. Yeah, I think that's what pretty much everybody is sort of feeling that that's the direction that they're going in. Uh, thank you so much to Matt Logan. Crazy 101 says match is official. Reg world's end will be lit. This is all your fault, Crazy 101. You're the catalyst for this. You're the catalyst for the videos. You're the catalyst for everything. I'm going to get you out of here. No, Crazy 101 it. was the one that asked the question when you went on the rant. And Crazy 101 was the one that found the clip and the episode and sent it to me so that I could make it a lot easier. Come on. I thought this was the holidays, Crazy 101. I thought we were supposed to be nice to each other, jolly mistletoes and cookies and reindeers. But there's none of that. There's just slander. 
Alexander Fitzgerald says, I'm calling it right now. The devilish job rule. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know the, why. I was going to say, what's the joke? There's a joke in this, clearly, right? I, I don't know. I, my knowledge of job rule is very, very slim. Is it? It's slim to none. What? You don't have any Ja Rule knowledge, Denise? No, I just know his name is Ja Rule, and that's oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah, you were an emo kid in school, huh? Yeah, I was an emo oh, kid, man. I will sit here and talk about My Chemical Romance all day. All right, I'm not mad about it. Me too. <laughs> Delayed Grad says, my devil pick is definitely Adam Cole. The masked men look like the kingdom. The big guy who hit MGF was likely Wardlow, and Roddy was the fourth guy. I completely forgot about Wardlow. Me too. That's when he said, I was like, oh yeah, Wardlow's there too. What does that say about Wardlow, Denise? That's remember a few weeks ago when I was like, if Wardlow's revealed as just one of those guys, that doesn't look good for me. Yes, exactly. You know? He's exactly. like just another guy. It doesn't feel hard for me as Wardlow. This, this is starting to feel like the everybody who hates MJF club. Right. Adam it's Cole. Like, it's like all of y'all to beat this one fool. Like it makes y'all look crazier than MJF. That's actually true. This is the I hate MJF club. It's corny. <laughs> Grapple Geekery says troll reg day greater than cute sweater day. <laughs> oh, man, the entire time, the entire show, I kept thinking I was literally in between the commercial breaks, putting together my little video just so that I can troll you, Reg. Oh, you know me. I'm a troller. I like to troll people. Mm -hmm. Reggie Simmons says, much love to you guys. Thanks for being an awesome part of my 2023. Reggie Simmons, thank you so much for this very generous thank super you, chat. Reg. And all of the support. John Deller says, how does Reg feel about Shayna being with Christian Cage? So it was alluded to on Collision, Reg, and you, we don't do that post-show. And mm -hmm. But it was alluded that there was some you know, activities shared between Christian Cage and Shayna Wayne. How do you feel about it? Look. Christian Cage is wild. And look, Nick Wayne, we can team up against Christian Cage and he we could get him right out of here. You don't have to stand for this. This man is in your face, hitting on your mom, talking about stuff they did backstage or in the past or something. And you're just going to sit here and let this go. Nick Wayne, we could be the new East West Express. You and Righteous Reg, we take Christian out the game. Me, you and your mom go on vacation to Hawaii and we have a great time. Damn, you even planned the location, Hawaii? I mean, you know, I just want to have a great time. Nick Wayne could get a swim on, maybe meet a young hottie on the way, and me and his mom could be having a vacation. Reg out here trying to be a good dad to Nick Wayne. Listen, you got it starts with the kids, Denise. That's true, man. If you're dating someone and they have a child, you need to win the child over. If exactly. not, that child's going to be freaking plotting against you. And you don't want that. I don't want to be trying to take a shower or eating eggs and then Nick Wayne hits me in the back of the head with the forearm. <laughs> I don't have time for this. I'm trying to get my <laughs> eggs on. Oh, no, Reg. <laughs> that sounded terrible. I know. <laughs> <laughs> to just move forward, I think. <laughs> Get your eggs on. That's what the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> I'm going to get my eggs on. Reg, you're on one today. Infamous Raider. And people say I'm the crazy one. Infamous Raider Loco says, 
twinsy, you guys, LOL. <laughs> Have a great New Year's this Saturday. It will be fun. We can finally put it all behind us. It's finally happening. Swerve versus Keith Lee. Soon you will be a soon you will be safe, Reg. No more coming for you. Yeah, you're right. The match is on Saturday. After Saturday, every all will be well. Appreciate that, Raider Loco. <laughs> Don't worry, Troll Reg Day Part Two continues on Saturday. Damn it. <laughs> MBF most valuable fighter says, Denise, what a show. Talk about restoring the feeling. Uh, I was actually seeing reading a couple of YouTube comments, and I believe it was on either my collision post show or the dynamite post show from last week. But someone wrote that they felt that AEW was quietly killing it, and someone else wrote that they felt that um you know, AEW is kind of getting a lot of shit right now. It mm. feels like it ever since CM Punk went to WWE. I would say that we've been seeing a lot more negativity towards AEW. What do you think? Do you think this is like a fair critique or not a fair critique of AEW? Do you think AEW has been doing like a decent job or there's some areas for improvement? No, I think that this is, they got back exactly where they needed to go. The Continental Classic is the shining light of what's been going on recently. I know that the MJF stuff can kind of cloud it. Like, we've ended this show today and people were just like, eh, I didn't really like that. But I think the heart and soul of what AEW represents, the heart and soul of what it always should have been, is the Continental Classic. And if we're talking about being back, that's back. Brian Danielson had one of the insane tournament you could have Eddie Kingston got over Andrade you know what I mean like what the tournament did for everybody involved and what I think it did for the perception of the company is a lot right and you bring up the Continental Classic and I want to say when I think of what I've loved most about AEW for 2023 it was really this period between all in and all out because when you think about the a vast amount of matches that we got during just that little time period, it was kind of insane. And then going into the Continental Classic, when you just broke it down right now, has had a lot of gems. But you and I, we did a top 10 video for the best AEW matches of 2023. And when you recapped yours, when I looked back at mine, it was sort of this reminder of all of these things that we saw unfold in AEW. So I know there's been a lot of people that have sort of been down on the product. And I get some people with how their feelings towards certain storylines because while we did get all of these great things, we did get some things that were not so great. The, right. the devil storyline hasn't been the greatest thing. The We were sitting here talking about the full gear match between MJF and Jay White wasn't the greatest thing. Thing. Um, and so, but I don't feel like that's enough to take away from AEW as a whole because I feel like that's almost disregarding some of the other, a, a lot of the other stuff that we got throughout the year. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's like, how much weight do you put on everything? Like, if we made a pros and cons list, I'm big on pros and cons list, Denise. The pros definitely outweigh the cons to me. I mean, some people could be like, the big pro, a big con of losing uh, con is keep saying that it's extra funny, kind of connect to, to AWT, but losing CM Punk would be a big con for them, but it's not that huge of a con for me. So I feel like all the pros definitely outweigh the cons. <laughs> no, I hate it con. because now I'm thinking con, K-H-A-N <laughs> instead of C-O-N. Tony Khan. <laughs> Tony Khan, Nick Khan, pros and cons. Straight up. <laughs> D. Lara says Denise is here to make money, not friends. That's true. Exactly, D. Lara. Mm -hmm. uh, thank mm -hmm. you so much for that super chat. We got Alexander Fitzgerald here who says, so we have Andrade versus Miro and Keith Lee versus Swerve. All of them need wins. Who should win in those matches? Uh, so, of course, we're going to do uh, predictions at the end of this video. But because Alexander Fitzgerald sent in this super chat, I do want to take a second and talk about Andrade and Miro because this was a match that was announced. So, with that being said, He's right. These are guys that need them wins. 
who do you think this should go to? I have my answer. Every time I was gonna say every time Miro has a match though, Denise, I like I get him and Hobbs. Yeah, it's like he he needs the win, but also he doesn't because like he got the wins over Hobbs and we haven't seen him since then. Like, so what's going on? I don't I don't want him to get a win over Andrade and then he's gone again. So like, yeah, I kind of feel like Andrade needs the win too. That's the question here. The question is who is going to do more with the win that they get? You just answered it right now. To me, it's Andrade. Because mm-hmm, Miro's been doing, like, he's had a couple of these big wins, and then we don't see him for long after that. And then Swerve, you know, I'm sorry, Keith Lee, but you know what time it is. It would be insane if they had Keith Lee defeat Swerve. So insane. insane. I would come on this show yelling. Nancy Reagan says, well done, Action Andretti. Did he have water in that water bottle, or was it, like, waterless? Reg, I had, this is a serious question. Was there water in the water bottle or was it waterless? Because, bro, can you imagine chugging one whole water and then smashing the bottle? Have you ever had water <laughs> going down the wrong path? I would have been choking on the air. Waterless. <laughs> okay. Fine. Non-water, minus water. Without water, without <laughs> H2O, H2O less. <laughs> no, Action Andrade just, Action Andrade, Action Andrade just really get down with the thing. You saw he balled it up, he sucked it in. He just Okay, get but there was no technique. water in it though, right? No, there was water in it. So how did he drink all that water? Was he's it thirsty, full? He's a thirsty boy. Okay, let's, uh, let's do a, a, a survey in the chat. Empties or it was in there? Because I think it was in there. I don't know, man. I feel like that's a talent, and he was able to do that with a full water bottle. It is a talent. Some people can do that. Dream Ninja 77 says this real effing grap show ended with some WWE sports entertainment, but at least the other matches slapped. Love the women's match segment. Look, I think this is why a lot of people who did not like this ending segment with MJF and Samoa Joe and all of this, I think a lot of the people that didn't like it are going to associate it with it being a WWE-esque storyline. However, the entire thing has felt like a WWE-esque sports entertainment storyline. Denise, this is why I switched the segments of Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston to the main event and this segment in that little place. Put this on at 6 o'clock. Get this out of here and get it over with. If we would have ended this show with John Moxley and Eddie Kingston having that heated promo, people would be in here like, oh my God, what a crazy way to end the show. Exactly. Hunter Tillman, who's been a DWO member for 11 months, says MJF lost the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles. Hallelujah. Praise God. Finally. <laughs> Doppelganger399 sends in a generous super chat saying, should have unmasked one of the minions. I knew it wasn't going to happen. I sat here last week and told everybody, don't expect to see anybody get unmasked. We knew this was, wasn't going to happen this week. I was thinking if it happened, what that mess with the entire with the entire angle if the kingdom would have just amassed right now would that have would you have been able to guess the rest and that messes up the angle seems like everybody knows who's under there already though yes like if they were the the devil has to be first is what you're saying yes okay okay because that's what matters Uh, i don't uh, I mean, I like now i guess it matters more who's underneath the other mask just because now those are the ring of honor tag team champions you see what but. I'm saying here? I don't know, Reg. I'm trying to get interested. I'll be real with you. Like, I'm only interested in this story pertaining to Adam Cole and MJF. That's it. So Everything you don't care about me. the rest of the reveal? No. 
Everything okay. else to me is just extra. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But see, that's why I'm that's why I post world's end i'm like does it matter if they do the joker reveal because adam cole's not going to be here and denise don't care about nobody else under these masks what happens with the guys when they unmask like are we supposed to care more or care less we're supposed to care more are you going to i, I don't know if i'm going to but the general <laughs> population should probably care more <laughs> reg i'm not including myself with the general consensus here okay that's fair MVF most valuable fighter says I like viewing AEW in phases like Marvel phase one OG all in until first pandemic show phase two the pandemic era phase three the punk era everything from the first dance until now 2024 phase B lit oh we should probably get like official names for these AEW eras because you know how we have like the attitude era Mm -hmm. Uh, we we need that for AEW right we need era names it looks like mbf just broke it down right here uh pretty heavily the punk era that was a crazy era like there's been some good times out here and some not so great times what's been your favorite era um probably the when punk first came in like the first dance and from like that when that energy was just kind of surrounding it and they were just having that time i think that's probably like my favorite right now or uh kind of probably a lot of stuff this year like having Brian Danielson come in, Adam Cole, yeah. and then all of a sudden CM Punk. Like that was the good Crazy. stuff right there. I think that felt like, oh my God, this is a company that is really, truly going to change the landscape of professional wrestling. Like that's what it felt like at the time. Yeah. And now thinking, I don't even know if that was a, the best idea. Kind of, I mean, you know, CM Punk is now gone and things have changed, but like the heart and soul, like I said in the beginning of the show, the heart and soul, what AEW I think is built on and th- what they do is in the Continental Classic and is in just kind of what they do every single week. They're not really into like big pops and doing returns and all that stuff. It shouldn't be about that. Like that's a, those guys thing. Like they are about two wrestlers in the ring beating the shit out of each other and they should stick to that. Let me ask you a question, Reg, because something you said inspired something here. Mm-hmm. If you had a redo, let's just say you could erase something that happened in AEW and the specific topic is CM Punk. If you could erase that, you had superpowers and you could erase that from ever happening in AEW, would you? Or would you have them do it exactly the way that it went down? You can't change anything. I think this is an easy answer, Reg. It's not actually, Denise. I would leave everything as is. Everything, the drama, everything, leave it as is. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think it was a mis- How do I, should I word this? I think that a that CM Punk did a lot for AEW. I know there was a lot of bad stuff in there, but I would not have undone CM Punk coming to AEW. I don't know. I could see a world where that fool never comes in. And the Young Bucks are not, because- I always think back to that. There's an all access episode where the young bucks come in and they're like, this is a black eye on our, uh, on our careers. And we feel blah, blah, blah. After this, like, what if that just never happened? I don't know, Reg. I disagree. I don't, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like what if all that just never happened? Kenny Omega wasn't involved. Young bucks wasn't involved. None of no brawl out. No, none of that. That fool never came in. Cody's still here. Like there's all these different factors. I don't know. All right. We'll let the chat uh, decide and see what their vote is on this as well. We got Steven Marchuli who says ticket sales down, ratings down, should have booked Swerve to win, putting the women in the cool down slot, not 
good. Um, first of all, you know what? You know what? Tickets are doing good for a uh, revolution because yeah. you're going to be having, of course, Sting's retirement and that has been good for them. So they should promote that a little bit more, like talk a little bit more about them tickets, kind of like they were with All In. Yeah, this is like, it seems like they're adding tickets and doing really good numbers. I'm surprised that they're not kind of ramping it up and they're doing pretty, not that bad for the show this weekend too. So good for them. Johnny says for both your favorite continental classic match. Well, there's been a lot of really great stuff, but even just focusing on tonight, let's talk about this. We had John Monsley versus Swerve Strickland versus Jay White, and then Brian Danielson versus Eddie Kingston. Both of these were phenomenal matches. I felt that in the triple threat, it was primarily John Monsley and Swerve were like, honestly, the meat of this match. I kind of felt like Jay White was, they kind of just had him there a little bit, but mm -hmm. like the majority of the match was between these two guys. Um, for me, I thought the best match tonight was Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston. It was just a lot more hard-hitting uh, aggressive the chops the strikes i'm really into that so for me i felt this one a little bit more favorite continental classic match johnny brian danielson versus insert a name because he <laughs> like every match that he had has been just like how do you continue to elicit emotion like this when we like i know your tricks brian danielson i've been watching you for 20 years you can't fool me dude and then he has a match denise and he fools me every single time like it doesn't fail every brian danielson match i'm like a 12 year old kid i'm like dude oh my god i'm like standing up like cheering and throwing my hands at them I'm like how does this guy get me to do this every single match he is the best of our generation and i don't know if i've said it anywhere in this place of business but the wrestler of the year is brian danielson debate your mom i know will osprey you're gonna be very upset but it's brian for me you guys I, I can't disagree with you on that, Reg. I was thinking about this, actually, as I was watching this match. And the reason I think I was thinking about this was because we know that his full-time run in AEW is coming to an end. And I started thinking about this. I was like, man, when I'm like 60 years old, I'm going to be thinking about the time when I got to watch Brian Danielson as an active professional wrestler for all of these years. Yeah. And then you know what? I got freaking depressed. Yeah, also. It's sad. I got I was depressed like, about that. We're going to be able to think about that uh, Iron Man match you had with MJF. We're gonna, I was at WrestleMania 30. Like Those memories are like etched in my brain of him holding the two championships up like that. Is amazing. Like I hold so many of his memory. I was at the LA show where he was at 2015 SummerSlam and he had got fired and he came back and I yelled and my voice was gone. Like so many of his memories are connected to great wrestling moments. It's going to be a travesty when he's gone, but we have a, a Bible's worth of great Brian Danielson matches and moments. And that's the, the not upsetting part about it. It's like, we're going to have his resume still when he's gone. I can't wait to be the grouty that's like, back in my day, we used to watch wrestlers like Brian Danielson. Now these new guys, they don't, they don't, they're not worth a lick compared to, compared to Brian Danielson. 100%. I'm waiting for the day rocking chair and all. Let me tell you, Sonny, you don't know <laughs> nothing about no Brian Danielson. Yes, that's going to be us. That's going to be us when we're old. Infamous Raider Local says, talk about a go-home show before a pay-per-view. Hit on a lot of levels before the pay-per-view. Joe's acting wasn't realistic. My prediction is Wardlow saves Max because it has to be Wardlow to end Max. No, nah, I think he just joined all of them. And was like, I hate Max. You guys hate Max. So let's all be friends. People tend to be friends with people that they equally or mutually hate. Mm -hmm. There yes. you go. 
the only thing, Denise, is that it makes Wardlow look kind of like a punk. Like, I thought you were a badass. I thought you were going to end Max to yourself. I thought you were going to do this. You got a whole bunch of friends. You're hiding under a mask. That's not badass. That's I almost said a bad word on this show. <laughs> what was it? What was the bad word? Meow. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's a bad word, but I w- I'm not going to go see? on a feminist rant, Reg. I am not going to go on a feminist you know, rant. No, a woman told me that before. She was like, I don't know why people are called pussies. Pussies are so strong. Like, there's Thank so you. much going into them. This podcast is going to be banned. We're talking about kitty cats. But look, I agree. Pussies are great. The cats, of course. Let me tell you, man, a kitty cat can give birth. Bleed every month and survive. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All and right. like deal with me. <laughs> Kitty cat can take it like a champ. All right. Them webos get hit barely, like just a little bit, and you're like, Ugh. we are out of it. They're gonna ban our podcast, Denise. I don't know what the rules are. Hey man, we're the attitude era. Let's go. We're the attitude era. So yeah. That's where I'm going to go on my feminist rant. You Thank go. you so much. Oh, Matt yeah. Logan says, Reg, it's after 10 o'clock on the East Coast. Are you talking about Adam Cole with a large head? And I've already had a few puffs. Straight up. I've had a Thank bunch. you so much to Matt Logan. TJ Smooth Zero says, if not Cole himself, I'd argue Kyle O'Reilly could be a better choice than Adam Cole. Having to make Adam Cole choose between his best friends and turn on MJF that way. Dude. Adam Cole must be like the greatest friend ever if that's a story we get where all of a sudden everyone's trying to fight for his friendship. But <laughs> no, I need to see Adam Cole turn on MJF. Like, I need to see this happen. It might be stretched too thin at this point, Denise. Just reveal it already. Because, geez, you guys, we've done everything. Like, I got to know. Anthony Cruz says Sting and Darby versus Edge and Christian for Sting's last match. What do you guys think? Uh, I wouldn't hate it. But I think it should, I mean, it would be like a big name matches, right? I mean, right. big name guys in this. But I don't, I don't really know what we're going to get for that. You know, I feel like, I feel like we're either going to get like a big surprise in terms of an, it's an unexpected match or I don't know. Does this get your boat rocking? I feel like Edge and Christian or Adam and Christian have been teasing this match since they since Adam came to AEW. So I feel like they're going to do this match at some point. I don't know if I would do it for Sting's last match, last match, but it's not the worst idea. It's not. It really yeah. isn't. So I don't know how I feel about it. I think I would just be like, all right, cool. If that was the match, yeah. cool. Moving on. Uh, thank you so much, Anthony Cruz, for sending that in. We got Leonard Aarons III, who says, shocking close to Dynamite. Samoa Joe working with the devil has me thinking this Saturday is going to end brutally for Max in more ways than one. Also, Eddie's fixing to cap what has been a stellar 2023. Um, me, I've literally been sitting here for God forever, s- predicting since the moment Samoa Joe gave up that Ring of Honor TV championship that Samoa Joe was going to win. Then on top of that, we also got um, MJF announcing that he had his torn labrum. I'm sorry, but that also kind of spoiled the ending of this match for me. That's Mm. two things. And three, there was a moment that we saw last week that got me thinking. Do you remember that backstage segment with Swerve Strickland and MJF? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you remember the other person besides the Mogul embassy that was there? It was Samoa Joe. Mm -hmm. To me, I think 
that is telling us that even though the focus was on MJF and Swerve, that it might be a situation where it's Samoa Joe and Swerve. Mm. And I think that was a hint. I mean, that's so a good way to kind of tease three it. Three reasons to believe Samoa Joe is winning at AEW World's End. And do you, because I'm kind of on uh, Leonard's side here. I think that he's going to, uh, Samoa Joe's going to throttle him and just like destroy him. And Max is going to get no offense on in on him. How do you feel about that? Huh. The last time we saw something like that happen was in a match against Wardlow at Double or Nothing. You remember that? That was oh, crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. We have not seen MJF get manhandled like that. And keep in mind, this man wrestled with one leg against Jay White in just the last pay-per-view. This is kind of a good story to tell, though. Samoa Joe does that again, and, and Wardlow was the last person to do that, and Wardlow's apparently one of these uh, Joker guys. Yeah, there you go. Another story, another layer added to that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how it's going to go down, but I'm expecting Samoa Joe to become champion. Same. And I'm expecting Adam Cole to be revealed with the unmasking. Not same. Not same. All right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> God damn it, Reg. I'm going to be pissed if I'm sitting here the day of World's End going, well, I think Adam Cole is the devil. I'm so tired of this. Every week I sit here, I think Adam Cole is the devil. It's just like all the people, uh, WrestleMania 40 uh, night two. When Roman Reigns is still the WWE Universal Champion, I'm like, dude, just set yourself up right now, you know? Exactly. Grapple Geeker, he <laughs> says, man, I mean, the first two hours were great. Sigh. I don't know why MJF keeps doing this. <laughs> Leonard Aarons III says, the devil is cold, but this has been about breaking Max down across the board. There's a chance the new tag teams may be Hammerstone and Holiday. I don't know about that. I think it's going to be, I still think it's the kingdom. Oh, they do you like to, the idea? I'm like, yeah, they keep trying to convince me of this idea of Hammerstone and Holiday. And I'm like, there's more people pitching this. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people kind of pitching this. And I think one of those guys might hit that finisher that they do. I don't know. It's not the worst idea. It's not the worst idea. Damn, what Twitter are you on? Nobody pitches this to me on Twitter. <laughs> We're on I'm the on, wrong Twitter. Uh, I'm on MLW style Twitter. So they like, oh, okay. Uh, I, I don't think I, I rarely get, I get a couple of MLW stuff on my Twitter, but not too much. My Twitter is literally WB, AEW, Taylor Swift. <laughs> That is my Twitter feed. Oh, your homegirl to quit ruining the Chiefs. I don't know. Some kind of relevant. Thing. Hey, Reg, we'll fight. We'll throw I know, down. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sheldon Jackson says, I truly believe that we would have seen this as the final of the Continental Classic between Mox and Eddie, mainly because of the fact that the New Japan Strong Openweight title is involved in both men compete regularly for New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is what I think. I think that I was a damn fool to believe that Brian Danielson was winning this whole thing. <laughs> I was a damn fool, Reg. Just like I said, Denise, he gets you to believe every time, and then right at the end, he snatches it right up. Denise, you know he don't like to win nothing. I know. Here's and I know. You know what? I know the chat's gonna hate me for this. I know the chat's gonna come at me. I know you're gonna come at me. I know everyone's gonna come at me. I know. But when Brian Danielson lost today. My reaction was, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know everybody loves Eddie Kingston. I like Eddie Kingston too. I know everybody loves the story with Eddie Kingston and John Motsley. I get it. The promo was great. I get it. They got their ducks on a row. I get it. But point blank, when you're rooting for someone to win, you don't give a damn about everything else. 
I wanted Brian Danielson to win. And then I'm sitting here going, wow, Denise, you're an idiot because all of the signs were pointing to Eddie Kingston. He put his own freaking championship on the line. Come Brian on, Danielson's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom. He's probably going to want a couple of days of a break, probably before then. So I'm sitting here going, all of the signs, everything was there, and you chose to look the other way. And I'm I know John Mox Lady Kingston's gonna be great. Everyone's gonna love it. Everyone's gonna have a great time. But I wanted Brian Danielson. I only feel a couple of those words because I kind of feel like his ass is gonna still be on the show for some reason. I would hope so. Do you yeah. think he is though? It's gonna be on the thirtieth, and he's it's gotta be. Yeah, I'm saying it's real close to Japan, but I could really see him them announcing a match with him at the show. I hope so. I mean. I, I want to say I hope so because I want to see Brian Danielson on the show. To me, it sucks when he's not on a show. But then at the same time, I think it's incredibly selfish of me to be like, oh, I want him to wrestle literally just days before he has to travel to Japan yeah. and then freaking wrestle another hard-hitting match there I too, you know? Back. Don't even think about it. Put this man in a bubble right now and send him to Japan. We can't have anything happen before Okada. I'm sorry, Wrestling Universe. Right, exactly. So that's why I'm saying like, all right, all of the signs were there, everybody. Eddie Kingston was bound to win this thing. I don't think John Moxley is going to win. I think Eddie Kingston's taking this all the way. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. That's where we're at. <laughs> That's exactly where we're at. Jake Salazar sends in a generous super chat saying, WTF, are we doing? It's time to end this whack title reign. MJF has made the title look like a joke and has buried people. It's good to be back. I was suspended from commenting on live streams. Jake, I didn't suspend you from live streams. <laughs> Jake Salazar is back. I don't know who suspended Jake Salazar. For a long time, where the heck has Jake Salazar been? It's great to have you back, buddy. There hasn't been any Seth Rollins slander in our chat on Grapsity. So, like, dude, see you Saturday. <laughs> Damn, Jake, now I need to know what happened to you. How'd you get suspended what from commenting on live stream? Oh, what I know what happened? happened. Jake be talking crazy. He thought I know exactly what happened. All right, so speaking of talking crazy, do you agree with the statement? I don't. I like MJF, man. I like a lot of the work that he's been doing. Was I a fan of the storyline at Full Gear? Hell no, I wasn't. But I'm still a fan of what MJF has done as this champion. The match that he did with Brian Danielson, man, that was freaking up there. The match that he had a double or nothing. I mean, he just had so many matches throughout the year. Uh, personally, I can't say that MJF's title reign sucked at all. Again, it, it's just, I feel like we're remembering only the last little bits and yeah. the last little bits haven't been 10 stars, you know, they haven't yeah. been 10 out of 10, but I feel like he did so much throughout the year that I can't say that I don't think MJF should not be champion. Yeah, I can't say that either. I feel like it's the same thing. Like if I made a pros and cons list of MJF's reign, title reign, like the pros definitely outweigh like the stuff he did early in the reign the four pillars match, the Brian Danielson match, the Takeshita match, like all that great stuff. I don't think there's been some stuff at the end that's been a little smoky, but I don't think that takes away from the good stuff that he did throughout his reign. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Christopher Marino says that the devil is Adam Cole. Why the hell would he help Samoa Joe beat MJF? Wouldn't the goal be for Adam Cole to beat MJF? That's the only part I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with Chris when I was like, okay, so what does the titan said thanks for doing business with you i'm like what what does the business wouldn't you want to be the champion you can't i would rather beat mjf than try to beat samoa joe so this is what i'm thinking i'm thinking that because adam cole was injured and could not finish the story himself he had to acquire samoa joe so they helped samoa joe get this title shot with mjf 
so that Samoa Joe could then win the championship. And I'm assuming there's something in it for Adam Cole when he gets healthy, he gets his first shot at Samoa Joe. Okay. If that's how they're going to bring it back around, I agree. But it's like, that doesn't make sense. Like, wouldn't you want to be the one? Like, I I guess if the goal, the goal is just to destroy MJF's life, like you did it. But like, don't you want the championship? Isn't that the goal? I think it's both things. But, like, I don't want to wrestle Samoa mind. Joe when Keep I come back. Mind. You're going to kill me, dude. He had his shot at all in. True. 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 He lost. He lost. But I'm saying, like, if I'm going to invest in somebody to beat MJF, I guess Samoa Joe is the best because he's going to beat him. But then you got to beat MJ, uh, You got to beat Samoa Joe, and that's hard is what I'm saying. Unless he's planning on secretly screwing Samoa Joe. I, I don't know. Reg, I was trying to find an answer to please oh, everybody here. I'm we sorry. We just keep booking ourselves into an ugly-ass corner, Denise. I don't I know. know why. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. Jake Salazar says this was not cinema tonight. AEW in the mud. What? Come on. Just the end. <laughs> Jake Salazar, thank you so much for the super chat. We got Shelton Jackson here who says, Reg, here's the, Reg, here's the important question. Will you ever have a mustache in any capacity? <laughs> You don't know why they're asking this. I'll explain afterwards, but first answer the question. I don't know what that means. Would you grow a mustache? No beard, <laughs> just a stash. Oh, no. Mm -mm. Why not? Some woman asked me to do that, and I'm like, leave me alone, lady. Like, why do you want that? That's not the life that I'm about. I'm not a mustache no. guy. That's such a creepy thing to have. Thank you. You Just proved my point. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm anti-mustaches. Oh, and I went on a whole rant about this last uh, last night on my NXT post show. No, it it's got to be attached to something, Denise. It yes. can't just be a stash. Those are creepy. Yes, because then you look like a porn star. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless you want to. I mean, if you want to, sure, if that's the vibe you're going for. Mm -hmm. Mike from Indeed says, Rain, Ray, <laughs> sorry, Reg ain't Nick Wayne's stepdad. He's the dad who stepped up. Yes. He's the dad who stepped up. <laughs> happy holidays and happy new year to y'all. That's right, my that co-host, Mike from Indeed, baby. Watch Indeed. That's how we do it. That's the type of entertainment we bring. And if you guys haven't seen my tweet, he's also referring, referencing that. Shout out to Mike. Jake Salazar says, call me Gareth WWE because AEW will fail. I'm sick of this MJF <laughs> stuff, guys. You are a sick individual, Jake Salazar. <laughs> you need to be suspended again. This is crazy. You know what, though? Jake's out here paying his money. I've said this before, but this is a democracy, all right? If someone wants to pay their money and get their opinion in on their show, on this show, I will take it. Do I agree with this? Definitely not. Mm -mm. You sound crazy. All right, definitely not. But Jake Salazar is definitely allowed to have his very own opinion, all right? Crazy 101 says, if the women got a CC, oh, <laughs> Sorry, oh, I thought yeah. this was going back to the kitty cat conversation. So my bad. Crazy one and one says, if the women got the Continental Classic, who would you put in it? All right. Um, how many did we have for the guys on each side? It was was it eight and eight? Three, six. It was twelve guys. Yeah, twelve. Mm. So six and six. Oh, All six right. Six. Tony. Sorry, my brain had just like a fart. Okay, <laughs> Tony Storm, Hikaru Shida. Mm -hmm. Willow, Ruby Soho, Willow, Athena. Isn't this just the Owen Hart tournament? I feel like these are other people yeah, that you're were right. just in you're probably right. <laughs> Ruby Soho, Taya Valkyrie, Mercedes, and Mercedes, Mariah, Mariah, Mariah. Riho, Chris Statlander. 
Oh, Julia, Sky Blue. I'm just naming the entire women's naming, roster. Yeah, I'm like, you're just going through down the list. Like, oh, yeah, who's also there? Well, this is the most boring tournament I've ever heard of. <laughs> Jake Stellenstar says the devil is Will Washington for allowing this MJF oh, reign to go on goodness. this long. Well, my friend, speaking of Will Washington, he is going to be making a return here to the channel. That is right. From AEW to ATW, or ATW to AEW, however you prefer to look at that. Um, this Friday, Will will be on uh, to preview AEW Worlds and, and also chat about his time in AEW. And that's going to be happening Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So it's going to be a good, good time. Denise has to get a feel of podcast somewhere in this week so she can do the Grapsody uh campaign whatever cameo thing just get phil in the podcast so we can all be in a pod together for one oh grapsado yeah grapsado you know i can't think and talk and so it's been a long day you guys infamous raider loco says just have to say hashtag waterless bottle i'm dead denise <laughs> waterless was it waterless it's a difficult thing to do you know what i'm gonna freaking try it right now here yes. we go <laughs> Reg, don't laugh. You're making it hard for me to drink. <laughs> don't laugh. You're distracting me. I didn't know what our show turned into. champ let's go action andretti let's go i'm gonna challenge action oh. andretti oh my god <laughs> reg hearing you laugh in the background was killing me i was trying to focus on drinking the water oh my god this is the wildest podcast we've had yet you guys <laughs> infamous regular loco thank you so much for the super chat and to the audio listeners i just chugged a water and then smashed it in my face like action and dready i'm a professional ladies and gents dream ninja 77 says jokes aside i'm really enjoying both wwe and AEW right now for the things each one does better than the other honestly we feasted on pro wrestling dream ninja 77 has a key line in this he said for the things each one does better because point blank there are things that wwe does better than AEW, and things that AEW does better than wwe <laughs> Reg, any thoughts on this? <laughs> well, I still do uh, what do they do better, Denise? Name three things right now. What, WWE? Mm -hmm. All right. One, I would say making things feel a lot more big time, like more grand. Mm -hmm. That's one. Mm -hmm. Two, making big moments. Moments that get you going out of your seat going, oh my God. That's two. Subjective. And then, hold on, three, what do I like more? Um, I like the production more. So yeah, there you go, three things. Also subjective. Hey, you told me to name three <laughs> things, Reg. Three, three things, things, I gave I don't you like three, three things. things. 
You asked me for my opinion on the three things that I think WWE does better than AEW. Uh, and then you said that they were all subjective. Mm -hmm. But it was my opinion. So it, technically it is subjective. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. So you, so you don't think there's anything they do better? Put on WrestleMania. <laughs> all right. All right. You're good at that. Make people believe that wrestlers are good that aren't they're two. really good at that two uh ice cream i don't know <laughs> all right so what are three things that AEW is better than than wwe we know uh, one, it's the wrestling it's just on a wrestling. different level that's it straight up uh on it <sighs> two i would say is really sorry now i have like a lot of hiccups now based on this oh, water. water two is I think they do a better job at really just like telling wrestlers backgrounds in the sense of, oh, you know, if someone was in New Japan for all these years, well, these are all their accolades and we're going to get all of this information. Although WWE is doing that more so now than they ever have before, but AEW still tells it in a different way. And three, just really giving a hardcore wrestling audience what they want. Like that's specific. It. Those would that, be the three things. That number three is number one for me. So that's what's like, I don't, all like I don't care about all that stuff. All I care about is being catered to, and they fucking cater to me. So when people are like, "Oh, he's a stand, he's a show," I'm like, "Yeah, because they cater to me. Why wouldn't I be?" <laughs> Brittany, you're like, that's the point. I'm their audience. That's the point. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, you got to know your audience. You are I'm their the audience. audience. Yes, they're like, Here, put on flips and lucha and fucking yeah, that's what I want. I'm of course I'm gonna like it. Brittany Boyd sends in a super chat. Thank you so much to Brittany Boyd for that. I truly appreciate that. Um, and sorry, guys, I'm just catching up here. MBF says the slow bird story between Tony and May could be amazing for the women's division future. TK clearly loves Tony and has big plans for Mariah May, justifiably so. So we need to talk about this because we got a um, interview segment in which Mariah May announced that she is going to be having her in-ring debut with AEW next week. Uh, she is then attacked by Riho. Tony Storm comes out to help her out. And then Riho ends up taking out both Tony Storm and Luther with a crossbody. And then Tony Storm is just there, like yelling up a storm. Ah, what'd you think of this? Uh, I'm excited to see Mariah May do her thing. I think she's been doing pretty well in these segments. She's really good at the at doing promos, which is kind of surprising to me. So I think she has a pretty bright future. And I think it's time for them to do this match. The crowd hated her being like, next week. But I'm like, I, th I think that's the point, you guys. Yeah, she got some massive boos for saying that she did not like 2023. <laughs> yeah, people were like, boo, don't say that. <laughs> Brittany Boyd sends in a super chat saying, happy holidays. Congrats to FTR for being the best. We will be at Revolution. Can't wait. Uh, are you going to Revolution, Reg? No, nah, probably not. Oh, I'm definitely going to be there. I'm really right. excited. I already got my uh, my hotel, my flight. It's been booked. I'm ready to freaking go. Is this your first time in North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah, my first time in North Car in any of the Carolinas. I've never been to North, South, none of it. So it will be my first time. Yeah, have fun. Why is it really bad? I mean, for me, probably. No, I don't know. <laughs> Just let me know. know. Do they hate Mexicans? Let me know so I can be aware. You never know. I'm going to show up. <laughs> Do y'all hate me? I don't know what it's like in North Carolina. If anybody here is from North Carolina, please let me know if I should be concerned. I'm going to show up. Do y'all hate me? It's hella funny. <laughs> Rafael Garcia says, okay, I'll concede that maybe it's not Maki Ito, Kawhi, but it's cool to be O'Reilly and hear me out, Bullet Club. Think about it. 
Wait, I'm confused here. I think he's talking about the uh, the mask guys. It could oh, be, okay, okay. He made a joke about Makito, but it could be Kyle O'Reilly. I guess it could be Kyle O'Reilly, but I don't really think that tells the best story. Yeah, it's it's too much going in a loop. We got right. BB here who says Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho are giving toxic relationship and I could care less about the back and forth for the last few years. I have literally said this the last time that they got back together again and broke up and all of that. I literally put out their picture with the Katy Perry hot and colds lyrics <laughs> because that is Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. So we had a celebration for Boxing Week on Dynamite today where Don Callis, Hobbs, uh, Kanoshka Takeshita, Kyle Fletcher are all out there. Don Callis gives them all a painting. Some Sammy Guevara comes out and he's, you know, back from, I think he was out not just for paternity leave, but I think he had something else going on mm -hmm. as well. And, but for the most part, he gets paternity leave. And so he comes back, Don Callis is in his face about how he's not going to be a good father, how he's been gone all of this time. He's not meeting his potential. And so they kind of go at it for a bit. They all end up jumping him. And so Chris Jericho comes out and has his back. He smashes the paintings. And it's from the second that you saw Chris Jericho come out, we all knew that this was going to be Sammy Guevara filling in for Chris Jericho in this uh, matchup that he was supposed to have. What did you think of this, Reg? They're back together again. Denise, why won't Chris Jericho leave Sammy Guevara alone? Or why won't Sammy leave Chris Jericho alone? Sammy Guevara wasn't doing nothing with Chris Jericho. He was He's the one to... who hugged him. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. He's just as toxic as what you're saying. Like he's in the he's in the relationship too. Like you can walk away, girl, but you don't have to keep staying. But girl's still there. Still there. Denise. I don't know what to tell you. Brother, 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 do I not care about this? <laughs> I felt bad because there was half of my timeline. This was very split. I saw half of my timeline when I posted this picture was like, oh, it's right in the world. Yay, Chris Jericho and Sammy are back together. And then the other half was like shitting on it. Yeah. And I know why they did it. I know why they did it. Kenny Omega's out. This was clearly not the direction that they were going to go in. I still am not crazy about it, though, because I wasn't crazy about it then. So I'm not crazy about it now. I feel it's too much of going back and relying on something that you already burnt out. This has been burnt out to a T. It's been done. Burnt out. I'm no longer interested. I don't I, I don't I wasn't interested months ago at this point. Exactly. And, and we had an out, Denise. That was the best part is like we split them up. We had everything. Even with this Chris Jericho challenging for the tag team things. We've had another out. Oh, Kenny Omega's out. Ah, oh, forget about that stipulation. We'll throw it out the window. Let's have a number one contenders match for somebody else. I don't know why he's so insistent on still trying to be in a tag team or have this tag team match or whatever. Like, I think there's way better ways. I come on this podcast laughing and joking about Jericho. I think there's a lot of ways that Jericho could be utilized at a high capacity. And I don't think trying to be in some tag team is the way to do it. Like, I think there's a world where... Chris Jericho has kind of gotten lost in AEW, I want to say, Denise. Not for the reasons that I've said, you know, previously, but I think for the reasons of, like, he really is a legend, uh, Denise. He's been everywhere. He's been at the top of the game. He's been world champion. He's been WrestleMania. There should be younger wrestlers that are like, I want to beat Chris Jericho. This guy's a legend. He's that. He doesn't, he's never in this type of thing. Every time we see him in an angle, he's involved with somebody from the Jericho Appreciation Society or something that he's been in the same vortex for for the last four years. 
if there was all these young wrestlers lining up to have a match with this legendary wrestler who's been at the top of the business, that'd be a way better story to tell. But he continues to try to tell this Sammy Guevara's my little brother story. And like, nobody wants to hear that. No, I got to agree with you, Reg. I'm, I'm, I, I know why they did it. Of course they had to pivot. They had to go a different direction. Um, but I would have preferred, I don't even know, because I think had they, what, what was there to do? Let's say they would have put him with somebody else. Everybody would have been like, oh no, poor guy. He's poor getting whoever. dragged into the Jericho Vortex. So at least now the, oh, the pro to this is that you're dragging somebody into the Jericho Vortex who has been like the mayor of the Jericho Vortex. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a pretty good point. Sammy's like, I've already been here. I got an apartment here, so Right, <laughs> exactly. Uriel Landeros has been a DWO for 10 members, says Brian is just super selfless with who he puts over. Uh, that is definitely true. Brian definitely seems like the kind of person that cares more about putting over talent than putting over himself. Right. Tunde Uad sends in the super chat saying, Eddie Kingston's chop ain't nothing compared to Gunther's, and I must admit, I miss Daniel Bryan. Well, when it comes to chops, uh, Gunther for me is, he's up there, man. I, I do like his chops more than Eddie's. What about you, Reg? What? He's all right. Come on now, Reg. Wait, who's all right? Gunther or Eddie? Gunther. <sighs> Reg, I'm going to pay good money. I'm going to offer. I'm going to save all of my money, all my super chat money. I'm going to save it, offer it to Gunther, and I'm going to have him chop you. And I'm going to have Eddie Kingston chop you. And then we're going to decide which chop was the worst. <laughs> they tried to get me to like a Gunther and Miz match. Like, get out of my face. Don't talk <laughs> Wait, to me. But you're, you have to be a Gunther fan, Reg. I, you just have to be. Who doesn't like Gunther? Me. I prefer Gunther over Eddie Kingston. I don't. I don't know. All right, guys. Let us know in the comments <laughs> where you're at with this. <laughs> We're not seeing eye to eye. The California connection is breaking up. We're going to be the next Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Listen, uh, it's like Gunther is stuffed crust pizza at Little Caesars. It's like stuffed crust pizza is really good and like it's probably going to hit, but stuffed crust pizza somewhere else is way better. Nah, bro. I'm sorry. I can't. It's stuffed crust pizza is delicious. You're eating it and it tastes really good, but if that stuffed crust pizza was at another pizza restaurant, it tastes way better. No, Gunther to me. Oh, I get what you're saying with the going. Look, Gunther to me was my favorite person in WWE this year. So I will not allow any Gunther slander. I think he's incredible. He's awesome. I'm a fan. Listen, I'd rather watch a Logan Paul match. <laughs> Damn. Woo. It's getting hot in here. Tony Campbell says, please report what Fightful wants. Endeavor WWE has $2 billion lawsuits coming up against them in March 2024. It's not all sunshine and roses there. It's never sunshine and roses everywhere, guys. Um, things are going to be ugly and imperfect anywhere. Thank you so much to Tony Campbell for the super chat. We got Grapple Geekery who says, as much as the first dance and MJF feud were great, brawl out, poisoned AEW, and TK should have shut it down. Sorry, Denise, Punk gets the Thanos snap. So this was in regards to the question that I asked you earlier about whether or not you would erase CM Punk from AEW. Yeah, I mean, see, uh, there's a world where that could be okay, I think. Uh, thank you so much to Grapple Geekery. We got Mike T90K who says, World's end with Sting being the devil. Devil Sting versus MJF for the title. Darby gets added to the match at MJF versus Devil Sting versus Darby for the title at Revolution. Sting wins his last match. What do you think of this? 
World's End, Sting's the devil. I don't want Sting to be the devil. No, that's crazy. Sting is the beloved figure. People would be upset about that. Yeah, I sorry. Right? I'm trying to make this out here, but Sting as a devil, no, definitely not. Two out of left field there. Um, I do like the idea of doing a triple threat match. I wouldn't hate that idea, but I just don't think the story is there. It's a little too out of left field for me. Darby definitely needs to be involved in the match, though. Darby. Uh, Jose Palomares, thank you so much for the super sticker. Yeah, it's either like it's either going to be Sting versus Darby in a I love you, let's have a match together type of match or Sting and Darby teaming up together in a tag team match, which is probably what it's mainly going to be. Right. Uh, we got Jake Salazar who says, Denise, I owe you an apology. Hold on one second. I cannot pop this up. All right, here we go. Uh, Denise, I owe you an apology. Taylor Swift for Woman of the Year. She has done the Lord's work for what she has done to the Chiefs. Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> Yeah, anybody on the Chiefs' other side, they're like, go, girl. Hey, man, I didn't see her out there playing in the field. Blame yourselves. <laughs> Wyatt Cox says, Taylor who? Question mark. Jake Salazar says, no, I called ride back a baby back biatch and got suspended. Mm. Well oh, brother. Mm -hmm. At least we got the answer. Johnny says, Darby defeats MJF with a head takeover to win the belt on pay-per-view. Then on the following Dynamite, Swerve defeats Darby to win the belt. I would like to see Darby become champion. I don't think that's going to happen. That's not the story we're telling here right now. Um, and I am not expecting Swerve to defeat Darby. If he's going to defeat anybody, it's probably going to be Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe is who I'm betting on winning the title come at AEW World's End. I can see Darby being the one to beat Swerve, though, when Swerve does win the belt. Well, given all of their history together, I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Leonard Aarons III says the entirety of this angle has been about proving MJF is fallible. Uh, taking the titles is one part of it. Isolating him from his friends has been the other. Saturday's checkmate, checkmate for Mox. Thank you so much to Leonard Aarons III mm -hmm. for breaking that down. It's going to be exciting to talk about AEW World's End I'm once ready. we get here uh, for the post show that day. So make sure you guys are here for that. Infamous Raider Loco says, my last message will forever be my favorite to see Denise chug water and kill Reg briefly. <laughs> see, you guys are awesome. Can't wait until Saturday. <laughs> Bro, I nearly died doing that. I, I nearly died, died with you doing that. It was great. <laughs> You know, they say that when people drink too much water, like you can die. Yeah. Don't. Hey, man. At least would have died on the show. I was going to say, yo, if you die, we would be woo, woo, woo. I'd All like, I'm going to say is this, man. If I would have died here on the stream drinking this goddamn water, people have had better subscribe to the channel. At least let I'm me go saying. with one million subscribers so you can Come put on. it on my tombstone. Come on. That's the only way. We got to get something out of this. <laughs> Jake Salazar says Chris Jericho cannot keep getting away with this. Well, my friends, uh, yes. Yes. Jake also says Chris Jericho's basically, oh man. Jake, we gotta watch Jake the language back. here. You're trying to be gone again, dude. You just came back. <laughs> we gotta watch the language here. Uh, but he's basically saying that he's always there and shows up at the worst times. Oh, man, Jake, I appreciate you sending in the super chats. Um, all right, so let's keep it going. I'm just catching up with everyone's comments. This is from Dream Ninja 77 who says, if WWE is attached, Reg hates it. Uh, is this true, Reg? No, that's not true. All right, all right. It's a hey. bit, but I love, I mean, I'm going to keep it up. Like uh, People think I'd want like that place to live. It's just like a preference. It's not for me. That's it. And that's what really drives me crazy. It's like it not being my preference like hurts people's feelings. Like, what do I got to do with you? 
That's true. Exactly. I saw someone in chat say, I lost respect for Reg. Why? I don't <laughs> care. Like, what does my preference have to do with what you like on the show, dude? I don't like the show. I don't say, because I don't like the show that if you do, you're a dumb idiot. That Dude, if you like the show, that's great. It's just not for me. It's like not liking a song, liking a song, not liking a piece of food, liking a piece of food. Everyone's got different opinions. Hmm. Leonard Aarons third says, I miss Walter. Walter would... Walter would have mulled Miz in short order. Walter would have chopped Miz back in the real world. Damn Stanford branding. <laughs> I've gotten used to Gunther. Gunther. Yeah, me too. I think it's fine. Mike T90K says, what was your favorite AEW moment of 2023 and favorite moment with Reg on this post show? <laughs> um, mine was the one when you made fun of me because I was speechless. <laughs> oh, the Mitch McConnell. The Mitch McConnell. Yeah, that one broke me. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. What was the one that oh the choo choo train that 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 just posted? That one was pretty good. That one got me pretty good. today though. The water bottle chugging and oh uh next strong next strong is pretty good too. Oh yeah, next strong was funny too. <laughs> and then favorite AEW moment of 2023 was oh man. There was some good stuff, but I feel like no one's gonna like my answer. What is it? CM Punk's AEW collision promo. Where he called everybody soft. That was your favorite moment of the whole year, Denise? It was up there. Are you sure? I really liked it. No, it's a, it's your personal favorite moment. That's fine. Um there's a Sorry? lot of amazing. Yeah, no, there's a lot of probably uh I keep going back to revolution, but seeing Brian Danielson wrestle for an hour, it's like it's hard to Oh, do. but see, moment is like moments though, not match. <laughs> Like moments. Yeah, that's a moment for me. Watching Brian Danielson wrestle for an hour. hour. What you mean? No, I mean like a moment, like a promo. Oh, um, MJF cussing was last year, huh? That was, that was last year, yeah. Um, because if it was like moment, like a match moment, then I would have picked something else, you know. I don't know what what is my favorite moment. You see, it's not that it's not that's that easy. Hard. Yeah, that's pretty hard. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Juan Castle says MJF to WDB in 2024. Um, <laughs> mustache is strong. <laughs> um, I don't think it's happening in 2024. Maybe 2025, 2026. Oh, D. said Danielson walking out to final countdown. That was a moment. That was yeah, that a, was a cool moment. That was awesome. Yeah, that's mine. There you go. You found mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on MJF 2024 WDB? Uh... <laughs> All right, bro. Yeah, okay. John Deller, John Deller says, just so you know, two podcasters, uh, Vega and Kai went after each other with a pie in the face. Think about it, Reg. Wait. So is John Deller saying we should go at it with a pie in the face? I don't know what that means. Think about it, Reg. I don't get it. John I Deller, I don't get it. <laughs> Although I will say this, my entire, like Thanks, one of my dreams, and I've said this before, I think on the Raw Post show, but one of my dreams has always been to be in a pie eating contest. Oh, really? Like the old school one, like no hands. Yeah, like the ones where they tie your hands behind your back and you got to go down and just like see if you can win. I've Could always, you? I don't know. I've never done it. But it's literally one of my dreams. Content idea, Denise. Or like also, I just want to be in some sort of eating competition. Content ideas, Denise. But who's going to compete against me? No one's going to want to compete against me. What? How do you know? Oh, Reg, you're down? I mean, if you want to eat some pie together. That sounds that wrong, sounds Reg. crazy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll change know. it. Hot yeah. dogs? <laughs> Wait, no, I don't. 
can we go back to pie? I prefer the hot dog. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Pie getting canceled. <laughs> Grapple Geekery says there are some backwards places in North Carolina. Greensboro isn't one of them, and there are lots of Mexicans here. You'll be fine. I'll be there. Hope to see you soon. I got one friend in North Carolina. Watch yeah. out. Mm. And that's I'm what sure I figured. There, there has to be Mexicans. There's Mexicans everywhere. Shout out to the homies. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's always in the big cities where like people are not like backwards thinking, right? right? Like yeah, I've never usually. had an ex- bad experience in like a big city. Yeah, like if there's the big the big part or the big popular place of this the state, it's usually like that. But I mean, things could turn really quickly. Denise, you drive for ten minutes wrong one way, you're in somewhere crazy. Ooh. Now I'm going to be curious. I'm going to start driving around North Carolina. No, don't do that. What? I'll vlog it. Get some material. All right. Now you're trying to do content. Anthony Cruz says, was thinking about it this whole time. Adam has been pushing MJF to team with Joe. He is pulling the strings. It's Adam. Thank you, Anthony Cruz. Mm -hmm. Out here making some sense. Finally. Thank you, Anthony. BB says, Tony Storm keeping the title on Saturday. Oh, 100%. Yeah, there's no way I could see Rio beating her for that championship. Delayed grad says one last word on the devil angle. Remember that it was Adam Cole who pushed MJF to take the math with Samoa, the match with Samoa Joe. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. That, that does tie the story together. Mike T90K says pie eating contest 2024. This will happen. It's going to happen. The next time you're out here in California, I'm going to set it up or uh, not in California, but you mean in Los Angeles. I'm like, I'm here right now, Denise. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to drive my ass to Oakland to do no pie eating contest. Put some money on the line. I'll come right now. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Ledeck, how about we have people vote whenever we do decide? Pie eating contest or hot dog eating contest? No. Why we got to have that even in the running? Can it just be like pie eating contest or like another pie eating contest? I don't want to be eating hot dogs out here. Sausages? You trying to eat the dogs like they do on July 4th, Denise? Like, now I'm going to be like freaking Bugs Bunny with a carrot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> this is the craziest episode of all time. <laughs> That's gonna be a gym somewhere. Oh my god, you're out of here. Uh, Chris Lutex says my favorite moment in AEW was looking for the ATM oh. at the Kia Forum so I could meet you at full gear. I would do a pie eating contest over hot dogs. Yeah, I don't know why Denise brought hot dogs into this, you guys. Because people do hot dog eating contests. Like, it's a thing. I know, but... (laughs) Wade Wade Willis says, who do you think Mariah May is wrestling on Wednesday? Riho? Yeah. Immediately after losing to Tony Storm, though? I guess if she catches, costs Rio the match, then that's the way to do it. Yeah, that makes sense. Johnny says, you know why Samoa Joe is not winning? AEW already building towards MJF feuding with Swerve, Hangman, Wardlow. It happened during the Jay White saga. But I think Denise made the great point, though, because at the end of that backstage segment, it really was about the little stare down that Samoa Joe and Swerve had, you know? Exactly. And then same thing with the Hangman promo. At the end of that promo, Samoa Joe comes in, him and Hangman square off, and then he walks out. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Infamous Raider Loco says tag team a pie or hot dog. What a way to go out. 2023, guys. Epic. <laughs> Infamous Raider Loco, thank you so much for the super chat. 
Um, we got Steven Marchuli who says, prediction for 24, Starks going to WWE will be like Jericho coming from WCW. Big things for Starks in the future. Uh, I don't know when Starks' contract is up, man. Like, there hasn't been any, like, details on that put out yet. So, for that reason, I don't know. But, I mean, I can definitely see it. I think Ricky Starks is perfect for WWE. That is a hell of a comparison, Steven. Yeah, man. Like Jericho coming from WCW, that like, that really hits, man. That's a great comparison. Juan Castle says, tamales eating contest. How many can Denise eat? See, now we're talking. Yeah, I think like my minimum that I usually have is like between four and five, but I think I can push it to at least like eight. That's kind of a lot of tamales to me. It's a lot of masa. And I'm competitive, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I will eat those freaking tamales just to win. <laughs> You are competitive, Denise. You start to roll your sleeves up and shit. I'm like, Denise really be getting into this. Game night's hell with your ass, ain't it? Um, so I'm all caught up here with the Super Chats. And let me tell you, someone here says we're the Rated R podcast. Mm -hmm. Would you believe me if I told you that we have gotten 69 Super Chats exactly tonight? That's crazy. That's horny. <laughs> Y'all did it, man. Y'all did it. Um, seriously, though, guys. Uh. We appreciate you guys sending all of this in. I know it kind of took a while to get through them, but we got some good stuff in there. Um, I want to take a second, though, and um, get into our actual predictions for AEW World's End, and then we'll go ahead and start, uh, you know, closing it out from there. But yeah. let's go, because we got a bunch of matches, so I want to make sure to run down the card. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, Will is going to be here on Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you to AEW for letting us borrow Will Washington. Uh, he's going to come out here and we're going to talk about the show. It's going to be a good time. Make sure you guys tune in for that. And then on Saturday, following AEW World's End, Reg and I will be live talking about the show and hopefully talking about Adam Cole being the devil. All right, here we go. Um, we got two pre-show matches announced. We got a 20-man battle royal for a future AEW TNT championship. That's Pretty good, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. um, participants are TBD. We also have an FTW rules match with Hook and Wheeler Yuta. That was, uh, I think that was made on Collision, actually. Yeah, it's for the uh, FTW championship, interesting enough, and not the pure championship. So I see Hook coming out with the victory in that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, we also have the championship final for the AW Continental Classic, John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, my official pick is Eddie Kingston. Uh, you, Reg? Also going with Eddie Kingston, I think that's the best way to tell the story. This tournament was for Moxes to lose, and losing to Eddie Kingston is the way to end it. We also got the AEW TBS Championship on the line. Julia Hart defending against Abaddon. Happy to see Abaddon get her moment here, but I'm thinking Julia Hart is definitely taking this. Yeah, great return for Abaddon. I think the work that they've been doing is very great. Uh, but I, yeah, I see Julia Hart taking the W in this one. Continuing that streak, uh, putting some, uh, some marks on her title reign here. Singles match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Tony Storm against Riho. Uh, definitely Tony Storm for the win here. Although I do like to see Riho um, get her moment to actually yeah. come out in the PL uh, pay per view. I think this is a big moment for Riho finally getting a shot, getting back in the ring. But yeah, Tony Storm is still who Tony Storm is, and there's no way that she's losing that championship. Eight man tag team match: Ricky Starks, Big Bill, and Kyle Fletcher and Powerhouse Hobbs taking on Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Sting, and Darby Allen. I think this is going to be a fun match, man. I almost wish that it was like a street fight or something, mm -hmm. uh, just to make it a little bit spicier. But we'll see. Uh, I think this one's going to be fun. 
Yeah, I liked all the participants in this. I hope the big homie gets a big shining moment in this. And then uh, uh, I think that moment matches like this in AEW always kind of hit because you get all the certain elements. But yeah, maybe a stipulation would have been cool. But with how much matches that are in this show, I think it's all right. Christian Cage uh, is going to be defending his TNT championship against Adam Copeland in a no DQ match. I don't know if I see Adam Copeland winning the championship. I don't know if he should. I like what Christian is doing here um, with this reign. Maybe this is the time that Adam Copeland finally turns and joins with his homeboy, Christian. I'm just more interested right now in Christian Cage. The father stuff has not gotten old for me. Right. Uh, I'm still interested. So for that reason, I'm also going with Christian Cage. Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee. Reg, as the official enforcer of this match. <laughs> Who you got here? <laughs> it's Swerve Strickland's time. He's killed it in this tournament, made it all the way up to the final bracket of the tournament. Um, I think he's going to show Keith Lee, put a stamp on this and make this match done forever. Y'all forget about it. Miro versus on. What if it's so good that people are like, we need another one. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. What if we get a whole ass trilogy? Uh, we can't Denise. What if we get a seven best of Denise, seven? Stop. Just no. throwing it out there. Tony no. Khan, if you're listening, <laughs> best of seven, best of seven. <laughs> All right. Uh, Miro and Andrade, Lidolo, uh, we kind of spoke about this earlier. Uh, definitely Andrade, I think. Andrade, yep. Definitely going to take this one. And last one, MJF Samoa Joe for the AEW World Championships. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, your new AEW World Champion, leaving out of World's End. Well-deserved. He's been working really hard this year. I think it's a great way to cap off the year. And hopefully that people don't think like people have been thinking in the chat that MJF's reign wasn't worth what it actually was. And we got this funny comment from MD Jingo Bella who says the trilogy will take three years. Low-key, it definitely would. <laughs> Right, seriously. All righty, everyone. That was our AEW Dynamite post show for today. Uh, seriously, thank you to everybody who tuned in. A couple of announcements. I had mentioned that Will's going to be here on Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and that Reg and I are going to be doing AEW World's End uh, post show. On top of that, I have three interviews dropping this week. Uh, one of them is coming out tomorrow. Keep an eye out for that. And then I got an AEW interview dropping on. Uh, on uh, Friday, so keep an eye out for that one. I think that one's going to be really good. And uh, Reg, let the people know where they can support you. Uh, you can find me at Righteous Reg on all your social medias. Every Wednesday, I'm here with Denise. I'm also with Mike on Indeed every Wednesday. Thursdays, I'm with Kate on the Ring of Honor Post Show. Tomorrow's also Ask Grapsity. Saturday is uh, regular Grapsity podcast, Philip Lindsay. And if, like Denise said, I'll be with her on Saturday talking the post show of World's End. Good stuff going on all around. 2024 is going to be giant. I got a whole bunch of stuff planned. I cannot wait. Guys, please give some love over on Apple Pods or Spotify. If you haven't yet, click the follow on the podcast. Uh, leave a review. It really does help us rank a lot higher and helps more people find us. So if you can, give it some love there. The links are in the description box below. Until next time, we will see you guys later. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>